Hello everyone. I am so annoyed. I literally went to record this podcast. Well, I did. I spent 30 minutes of my life recording this podcast episode and guess what? It didn't bloody record. I played it back and there was just this ticking noise. So I'm praying that this now works. <laughs> and if it doesn't, I've wasted another half an hour of my life. Anyway, you didn't come here to uh, hear me moan. You came here for advice tips and uh, that is what I'm going to give to you. So I had um, a client, in fact, I asked my Peach Club clients the other day if they had any topics or questions that they might want covered in a podcast episode. And one of the questions that was asked, I thought was brilliant, and I definitely wanted to talk about it because I don't know if actually I've discussed it on a podcast episode yet. Um, and if I have, I'm repeating myself again. So there we go. Anyway, so this question went a little bit like this. Does a small run, a 5k, after strength training at the gym speed up weight loss? And she also then went on to say, this is basically a discussion I've been having with somebody at work who says it's better to run after a workout. I bloody love a office discussion. I don't get to do them because I work for myself. <laughs> I get to do them with Brad's. And it's just not as fun. Sorry, Brad, love you. Um, so I think, first of all, that we need to kind of break this question down into two parts, because essentially, whilst it is one question, it there are two elements of it that I think are important to discuss. So I'm going to answer it really quickly so that you've got your answer. And then I'm going to break it down because I think it's important to um, consider a few things if this is the approach that you are taking or thinking about taking or, yeah, just to educate you a little bit on, on this topic. So, does a small run, a 5K, after strength training speed up weight loss? Now, essentially, you would think yes, because you're, you're burning more calories, right? But not necessarily. It depends on how many calories you're taking in. Everything to do with fat loss, I'm really sorry to say, is to do with a calorie deficit. If you're not in a calorie deficit, then you're, you're not going to lose weight. Now, you may be in a calorie deficit because you've added a bit of exercise in, but I hate to break it to this person or to you that you know doing a 5K might burn anywhere between, I don't know, an extra 300 to 500 calories. And if you're doing that once a week, that's gonna, let's go for 500 calories, that's gonna equate to 70 calories burn per day, right, on average. So that's like a McVitie's biscuit and a half. And I hate comparing calories burnt to food, but just to kind of break it down to you, like the room for error in terms of, you know, eating a little bit more is, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like you can easily eat 71 calories, right? <laughs> so if you're looking for weight loss, fat loss, same thing, you need to look at a calorie deficit. Now, adding in some cardio, like a 5K, can be helpful in some cases, in some, but not all. And it's usually the last, in fact, it is always the last place I will go to when I'm working with a client. I do not add in cardio unless it's absolutely necessary. And I'm gonna talk about what necessary looks like a little bit later. The second thing, the second part of this question to break it down is, is strength training, sorry, is running 
better after strength training or before strength training because she's asked does a small run after strength training at at the gym speed at weight loss right um and this person who she's speaking to is saying it's better to run after a workout now i would agree with that i would actually say if you're doing a strength training session it is better to uh go for a run after but it depends on what's in your session so say for example you've got an upper body day, a lower body day, and a full body day. Sometimes that's what Peach Club looks like, right? There are three workouts per week. Sometimes I program full bodies, three uh, full bodies, and sometimes I do an upper, lower, and a full body. So if I've programmed a upper, lower, and a full body, and somebody's looking to add in um, some cardio, a, a small run once or twice a week, then I would encourage them to place those runs around their training or paired with an upper body day or perhaps a full body day depending on what lower body exercises we are doing that day so say for example on a full body session where we're training upper and lower in one session if that session has got loads of lunges loads of split squats loads of quad dominant exercises and glute dominant exercises like quite a lot in there and a little bit of upper body, then I'd probably say to reduce the volume in your session. So reduce your sets. So if I've written four sets of split squats, I would do two sets. If I've written four sets of um, hip thrusts, I would do two to three sets. I wouldn't do the full amount if you know that you're going to do a run after because you're going to feel number one, quite fatigued after, you know, doing what might be a quite heavy sort of legs and upper body session and a run on top and you're going to feel quite fatigued from that and you're probably going to not feel as well recovered now it all depends it all really depends on where you're coming from like your background of fitness your background of how much stress you can deal with like if somebody came to me who was you know previously I don't know, an athlete or somebody who has tolerated exercise really well for the for most of their life. You know, maybe they did athletics at school, maybe they did uh, netball on top of that. And then maybe throughout, you know, when they were at college, they carried on training and they've come from a background of being well conditioned. That person might be able to tolerate higher levels of stress versus somebody who's been very inconsistent with exercise, never really got into a routine with exercise. And then, you know, has um, started doing strength training and then all of a sudden wants to add in running, uh, running on top of that. That person, that th- those two different, those people are so different, they are going to tolerate stress in different ways. Now, for that person who's already well conditioned, who's already quite athletic, they might be able to add in that extra 5k, no problem, recover fine, not have any issues. The person who isn't like that, that extra 5k might lead to somebody, you know, that person overeating, not sleeping as well, not recovering as well. It might have a knock-on effect of their strength in their sessions, you know, the days following or the week after. So it's really, really dependent on the person and you have to take that into consideration. And that's why you would hire a coach essentially because that's what we look at. We don't just look at like this human wants to do this and they, you know, we should expect them to be able to do that. No, we have to look at your background history, you know, how well you deal mentally and physically with stress because people are going to deal with things differently what can you tolerate what can't you tolerate so on and so forth so 
that I hope that kind of answers your question in a short and sweet way. No, it doesn't speed up weight loss. There's no speeding up going on just because you've added in a little bit of extra exercise. Yes, it's going to burn extra calories. But if we look at that from a bird's eye view, it's not that much, it really isn't. Um, and recovery wise, it is probably going to be better to do your strength training. Uh, sorry, you'll run after your strength training sessions. However, like, for example, I've got a couple of clients at the moment who are training for 10Ks and half marathons. And some of them are running to the gym, doing their upper body workout and then running back home. Now, I don't see any issues with that, you know, because they're training upper body. And yes, their upper body is going to be a little bit fatigued, um, you know, when they're running home, but it's not taking away from their legs. Now, obviously, it's all going to be really dependent on what the goal is. Like if somebody came to me and said, I want to run a tough mudder or do some kind of you know serious serious fitness serious fitness um <laughs> then they might need to be able to um develop a better way of dealing with higher levels of stress so they might need to tolerate more stress and in that case yeah we might do a lower body day and a run after it because you know if you're doing a tough mudder race or some kind of um you know, long distance with fitness involved in it race, you know, whether that's hiking a mountain and then running after or whatever, there's all these crazy races out there. You might actually have to train for your legs, you know, you might, sorry, you might have to train so that your legs are tired. So you might have to run on tired legs, you know, that might be an element that we need to consider. But again, that's so specific. And it's it's not for, you know, weight loss as such. That is a fitness goal, right? If you're running a mud run, a mud runner, mud runner, tough mudder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you might have to put you might have to push yourself to um, run on tired sore legs like and and that's a part of a part of that goal but we would make sure that number one you're not trying to lose fat whilst you're doing that because it's going to be tough for you to do that because high levels of stress will increase your desire to eat from an energy perspective and recovery perspective you know if you're pushing yourself to do heavy leg session and doing a, a 10k run after that yeah you're going to be bloody hungry and, and rightly so because you burn a hell of a lot of calories there's a difference between training for performance and, and training for fat loss and i think this is where both can get quite um skewed and they can be looked at from um, a crossover perspective, like if I add in extra cardio, I'm going to get fitter and I'm going to lose fat. Not we, not always, not always. So, like I said before, if you're looking for fat loss, if you're looking for weight loss, this is best achieved through a calorie deficit. Do you always have to track your calories? No, but it is really good to get an idea of how many calories you're taking in, and um, it be you know, for anybody out there who's never tracked their calories before, you'll be amazed at how many calories are in certain things. And you might surprise yourself, you might eat quite low one day and the next day you might eat quite a lot. So an educational phase where you learn about how many calories you're eating would be really, really helpful. And then starting to eat in a calorie deficit will enable you to lose weight, okay? Um, regardless of what exercise you're doing, you can actually lose weight without doing any exercise, you know? However, obviously, 
we don't want to do that because we're looking at health markers when it comes to exercise. So that's another thing that's really important to consider. It sounds like to me here that this person is talking about adding in, you know, she's talking with somebody at work, adding in an extra 5k run for weight loss. I don't like that because that starts to teach our minds that we're looking at exercise to burn calories, to lose weight. And the problem with that is we develop this negative association with exercise. The exercise leads to weight loss. And when we don't achieve weight loss through exercise, we then stop exercise because what's the point, right? So I really hate viewing exercise as a way to lose fat. Yes, it does. You know, yes, it does burn calories. Yes, it does shape and tone our body. Amazing. But it's not the sole purpose as why we exercise. And I really love giving clients the task to journal on why they exercise like what does it bring to their life and really you know looking at their values and that kind of thing anyway where was i going uh not looking at exercise for fat loss now there was a study done now don't quote me on this study because i can't remember what study it was but i know it was done and there were two groups there was a group of let's say 12 people and another group of 12 people it might have been more might have been less one group were told that they were going to go off to do a gym class to burn let's say 600 calories the other group weren't told that at all and they were told to go to this gym class to have fun right to to feel fit get energized whatever have fun what's really interesting is when they um studied these groups of people the people who were told that they would burn 600 calories actually ate more calories after that workout versus the people who were told who were told you know you're going into exercise have fun so it's really interesting that because we we go into something knowing we're going to burn x amount of calories or knowing that we're doing this because we need to lose weight what that can do psychologically to us can it can drive us to eat more because we go into this reward mindset right oh i've been so good i've done this really hard workout and now i'm going to go and you know chow down on two mars bars or whatever so you do have to really consider how you're thinking about exercise. And I know I'm going off on a tangent with this podcast episode, but I really love talking about the different elements of, you know, adding cardio in for fat loss, because it's just not somewhere I usually go with clients. And in fact, it's it's once in a blue moon. I can probably name two clients in the past 10 years of personal training where I've added in cardio. And that is because they've been well conditioned. They bloody loved a bit of extra sweaty cardio. That's what they wanted to do. And also they've been ticking the, the rest of the boxes, which I'll come on to a second, and they've recovered well. So actually they are the type of client that can handle that little bit of extra, you know, cardio. Um, another place where I might add some cardio in for a client after a strength training session or before, if you know they're going into your upper body, is if they're not getting their daily activity in, i.e. their, you know, steps, if they're not hitting their steps per day. So let's say, for example, I've got a client, I've had this before, where um, they were hitting around 3k steps a day, that's legitimately all they could commit to. Um, their job was, you know, endless hours sat in front of a laptop commuting, and they literally could not get in any more steps Monday to Friday, they were just stuck to their desk. Could they increase their steps on the weekend? Of course, but it wasn't enough for us to, you know, um, see an increased calorie burn from their neat activity. So what we did do was she actually had an hour and 20 minutes for the gym. 
So we we cut her strength training sessions down to 50 minutes. They were, you know, you don't have to do 60 minutes. Peach Club workouts last between 45 and 60 minutes. But we cut our workouts down to around 50 minutes, uh, strength training sessions. And then we added a light jog after the end of each workout. Now, did I make sure that she wasn't over fatiguing her legs? Yes. Did I make sure that she actually kept her heart rate um, at a reasonable level whilst doing those runs so she didn't overstress her body? Yes. So for that particular client, adding some extra cardio in really helped her achieve the fat loss goal that she wanted because she wasn't able to increase her daily activity elsewhere. But like I said, that's a once in a blue moon case. And if you are somebody who has the time to be able to move a little bit more, park your car further away in the car park, you know, walk to the shop instead of driving, walk to your grandma's house instead of driving, you know, take the long route home, that kind of thing, find ways to increase your daily activity, then I would go there first versus just adding in a 5k just to burn some extra calories. Because like I said, if you break it down, if we zoom out and look at, okay, you've run 5k you've burnt 500 calories that's 70 calories extra per day what we know is neat activity you know movement day to day yes you might track that as steps on your fitbit but neat activity is the greatest calorie burner overall because you know when we look at a 20 minute run versus 23 point 23 and 40 minutes in a, in a day no 23 hours and 40 minutes in a day <laughs> anyway the rest of the day right if we're looking at the calories burned in 20 minutes versus the rest of the day you're going to be burning more calories essentially in a day versus that 20 minutes okay so if you can get some more movement in you're going to be burning more calories way more than 500 from your run you know if you've got a fitbit and you look at your calories burned in a day just from doing like 10,000 steps you'll probably notice you're burning like 1,200 calories a day. So you can already see ah, my daily movement and actually being alive as a human does burn calories. You know, I do require energy to live and I do burn energy just naturally living. So you're going to get a bigger bang for your buck if you focus on increasing your daily activity. OK, and like I said, in a rare case like this particular client that I'm talking about, we didn't do that because she wasn't able to, and we did increase cardio. But I monitored that and I worked with her on that. I didn't just let her, you know, go, there you go, do 30 minutes extra, have fun. Like I managed her stress level. She had a very, very stressful job. She was already, you know, not sleeping that great. Adding in 20 minutes or 30 minutes of like hit sprints, would that be suitable for her? No, absolutely not. Make her more tired, less motivated, greater desire to eat. However, what we did do was add in a gentle run or cross trainer, it was up to her, post-workout. And, and it really helped her, okay? So that's where I would add in. But for my generic type of client, sorry to call my clients generic, you're not generic, I love you all. <laughs> but for a typical client that comes to me that's like, do you know what, I just want to lose a bit of fat, tone up a bit, feel better and feel more confident in my body. Adding a 5k in after a, a strength workout is not the place that I would go. There are way better ways to go, you know. However, if this person came to me, I was like, do you know what? I'd love to be able to run 5k again. I really love running and I'd love to be able to do that after a strength session at some point. Amazing. There's a goal. That's a goal driven by 
uh, like fitness, by values, by what you enjoy versus I want to run 5k to burn X amount of calories. There's a big, big difference. And the clients who come to me, and I've had it before, who come to me who exercise for fat loss, guess what? When they leave coaching, they don't continue. They don't continue exercising and they regain the weight because they have not worked on themselves and their mental, you know, uh, views on exercise. And that's one big part of coaching. You know, we break down those barriers. We start to explore what exercise can do for you and how it can improve your life. Because guess what? Not everybody has a really positive relationship with exercise. In fact, most people don't. I'm very fortunate I do, but most people don't. So anyway, I'm going off on, on a tangent. Um, I don't know if there's anything else I would add, actually. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. So basically, just to round it up, if if you want to speed up weight loss, the best place that you can go is a calorie deficit. I'm sorry to say that, but tracking your calories is going to be the best bet. You do not have to track calories for the rest of your life. You do not have to track calories for a year. You might track calories for a month to two months, and that might be all you need to do to gain better education on what to eat to put yourself in a calorie deficit. If you're not sure how to set your calorie target, please go to my calorie calculator on my website. I'll link it in the in my um, show notes, and you can work out what your calorie deficit is. Um, so that's the best place to go. If you're already doing that, if you're already tracking your calories, you're in a deficit, you're hitting your 10,000 steps a day, and you've got to a little bit of like a plateau, you might just need to carry on for longer. Like, you know, fat loss isn't linear, unfortunately. We don't always lose a pound a week. We could lose two pounds, then nothing for three weeks, then five pounds, then nothing for four weeks. And that's mostly what fat loss actually looks like for most clients. Um, some clients lose it a pound a week, not everyone though. So sometimes time is a factor that you need to consider. You need to be in a calorie deficit for longer. Um, and also thinking about your recovery. So this is, oh, this is the final thing I actually wanted to go into uh, detail on is if you are somebody who is like, do you know what? I'm strength training three times a week. I just want to add in a bit of running. Yes, it might help me with um, fat loss, but I just want to add in a little bit of running um, and I'm tracking my calorie deficit. I'm on target. I'm fine. I'm staying within my calories. I'm hitting my protein. I'm sleeping well, so on and so forth. Add it in, but record your data. So record how fast you went, how you felt with the run, what was your heart rate? Like, was it all over the place or was it, was it consistent? Did you go to max heart rate? If so, you might want to bring it down a little bit. Like, record your data of that run. You can do it on Strava. And after it, record what happens. So what's your recovery like? Like, did you wake up the next day and feel fine? Or did you wake up the next day and feel ravenously hungry? And then that led you to overeat. Did you find that your strength went down for a couple of days after, like you went back to the gym the day after and you just felt like shit and you couldn't lift the same. Record what's going on and see how it affects what you're already doing. And what you can do is keep that run in, but just adjust how you approach it. So, okay, maybe 5K is too much for you right now, break it down to 2.5K, or maybe actually you went 
at it a little bit too hard. So reduce the intensity. Can you run at 150 beats per minute versus 170? You know, the intensity that you put on or the stress that you put on your heart has a big impact on your recovery. And if you have impaired recovery, i.e. you don't recover that well, that can drive your desire to eat. And guess what can happen when you've got a, a high desire to eat? You eat more and then you go into a calorie maintenance or surplus. Okay, so sometimes that's why adding more exercise in isn't helpful um yeah i think that's it so to round up if they want to add in a 5k run because they enjoy running a 5k after a strength training session go for it if you want to add in a 5k just for weight loss it depends make sure you're in a calorie def deficit first and make sure everything else i've discussed your recovery your hunger your energy levels your strength is still okay and you know it might be something that works well for you but i see it very rarely like i think on a rare occasion do i see that actually adding in a bit more cardio um yeah i don't i don't see that that has like such a huge factor in all my years of coaching i, I rarely see it and it's so popular and it frustrates the fuck out of me sorry that you know there are influencers and i'm not not stating any, but influencers out there who, you know, really push people to do a 20 minute Stairmaster workout after each work, after each strength workout or doing sprints before leg day and, and stuff like that. Like it might work for them because they might be well trained and a lot of them are paid to exercise every day or whatever. But actually for general population clients, it doesn't work and it does lead to um, you know, a driven desire to eat, poor recovery. And from that, then you see less body change because guess what? Fat loss happens outside of the gym, not in the gym. Yes, we go into the gym to shape our bodies and get stronger and that kind of thing. But actually, it's the fat loss that happens is outside of the gym, you know, out outside of the that 24 hours in your one hour, you know what I'm trying to say, 23 hours. So yeah, and I actually find the clients that come to me who are exercising a lot and not losing weight, the first thing I do is reduce how much exercise they're doing. Like I've had clients come to me before who are training six days a week, hit training, and the first thing I do is reduce how much exercise they're doing. Uh, I might switch hit training to strength training, and I might say do a little bit of like cardio if you want to, if that's, you know, you get your buzz off feeling a bit sweaty, and they might just do 30 minutes somewhere in the week. So they might have gone from six, training six sessions a week doing hit to training three sessions a week doing strength, and a light 30 minute jog and guess what when they reduce the amount of exercise they're doing per day most clients see results from that because they're actually giving their body time to recover and like i said that's when the weight loss happens that's when the magic happens in those recovery days not in you know more and more exercise so yeah so i hope that was helpful um hopefully that answers your question and if you enjoyed this podcast today please do me a favor please make sure you subscribe to my podcast, share my podcast episode with people. You know, if, it's, if you're thinking about somebody, you're listening to this and you're like, this person needs to listen to this, this is gold, then share it with those people because it's really helpful for me. Uh, word of mouth is incredible. And um, if you have any questions or if this helped you at all, please let me know as well because I really find it, I love it when people message me and they're like, I listened to episode 51 and it was amazing and it was incredible and I loved it and it helped me. Um, 
and yeah and share and tag me on your social media i hope you have the most wonderful day and remember if you enjoy a bit of running here and there by all means add it in but doing it for fat loss no 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 let's move away from that and let's find ways to enjoy exercise <laughs> enjoy exercise versus just doing it you know for fat loss anyway love you all have a great day